damn nation. Thank you for joining me. Uh, you could be anywhere in the world, but you ain't you right here watching your boy, and I appreciate that. Uh, this is the best damn wrestling podcast. I did not know that my mic was muted, but it's just it's okay. Stuff happens from time to time. Thank you for joining uh, your player pimp partner, Brian Renegade. Uh, we have a lovely show for you guys today. Uh, first of all, I want to see how you guys are doing. So in the comments section, Best Damn Nation, you know what I'm saying? Just let a player know how you're doing, uh, where you're from, what's going on, and we're going to talk some wrestling today. You know what I'm saying? I'm so excited about that. Uh, the Best Damn Crew will join in periodically, but I'm going to hold down the fort as I always do. So, first of all, uh, let me get into a couple of things, man. Uh, you know it's my favorite time. Uh, I do this each and every Wednesday. And you guys look forward to it. You know what time it is. It's Hot Topics. So let's talk about some things, man. Uh, I'm, I'm going to stay away from the wrestling and go more the wrestling news route today. Uh, first of all, let me start off by saying um, rest in peace to the late, great superstar Billy Graham, who just recently passed away. Um, that was a blow to the wrestling world all around the world in general, man. Uh, Billy Graham, he was a, a former champion. He was a, a, a competitive bodybuilder uh, and champion in that realm also. He even used to work out with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, he was the real deal, man, if he uh, used to work out with Arnold Schwarzenegger, man. So, uh, the fellas here at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, man, would like to wish uh, superstar Billy Graham's family our greatest condolences. Um, you are a legend, an icon. You influence so many people uh, in the wrestling world and uh, in, in entertainment in general. So we just want to send our condolences to the family. Uh, for this loss, man, and I know the wrestling world is feeling this loss really, really big, man. So, superstar Billy Graham, uh, he was born right here in Phoenix, man, Phoenix, Arizona, uh, which is very interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, but, yeah, we want to definitely uh, send our well wishes to the family and uh, wish Eldridge Wayne Coleman Jr., uh, a peaceful rest, my friend. Uh, moving on, man. Let's talk about something else, fellas. Uh, Mustafa Ali just recently put something on social media. I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, it was on his Twitter page, and it was a, I guess, a a last-ditch effort to get the fans on his side for his match against Gunther in Saudi Arabia. Let's listen to some of the words that he had to say. I thought it was very interesting, man, and it was really heartfelt. So uh, let me guys know in the comment section what you think about Mustafa Ali and his chances against Gunther. But let's hear it from the man himself, Mustafa. Positive Ali. to say so I'll say it now 
Um, I don't want to continue pretending to be something that I'm not. I mean, my whole life, I've dreamed about doing something great, about being a champion. When I look back at my career, I haven't even gotten close to being any of those things. And you've all seen it. It's been, it's been failure after failure, and this is why no one believes that I even have a chance in hell at defeating Gunther and becoming the Intercontinental Champion. But for some reason, I still believe I can. I know I can. Because I'm still Mustafa Ali. I'm still that guy that was the ultimate underdog that would never stay down. I was the heart of the cruiserweight division. I was the guy that pinned a reigning WWE champion. That was me. I was, I was doing that while I was breaking down barriers and shattering stereotypes. That was me. And Night of Champions takes place in Saudi Arabia. And there's going to be kids out there that look just like me. That have a name just like mine. They need to see the real Mustafa Ali. And I need to see the real Mustafa Ali too. Because I need to finally look in the mirror and be proud of the man that's staring back at me. So I'm laying it all on the line. At Night of Champions, if I can't be great if I can't be a champion then I don't deserve to be here this Saturday either my dream finally comes true or my dream dies oh man uh, if you were listening to that in radio land uh, that was a little treat for you man he was like either uh, I live my dream in Saudi Arabia or my dream dies, man. I'm a big Mustafa Ali fan. If it wasn't for Mustafa Ali getting injured a couple years back, we would not have Kofi Mania. Mustafa Ali was supposed to be in that match that Kofi uh, made famous, man, and uh, put big eyes on him in his pursuits for the championship. So, if it wasn't for Mustafa Ali getting hurt, we would not have Kofi Mania. Um, Mustafa Ali is a great wrestler. He's a great speaker. I did not like him in the group uh, Retribution. I, I thought he was a very soggy leader. <laughs> uh, he did not inspire fear in, in uh, his people or uh, any kind of pride whatsoever. So that group kind of fizzled out. Uh, I was like a wet fart in the wind. It kind of was, it was loud when it first hit, and then all of a sudden, it just kind of feels like that. Uh, so Mustafa Ali, man, uh, I think that he has a chance. I don't know about a chance to beat Luther, but I definitely know that he has a chance to really show people that he can be a main event player and that he is really good. Now, the fans behind Mustafa Ali and this positive Ali character, I'm not quite sure. I like Mustafa Ali, but that's, you know, that doesn't mean that other people like Mustafa Ali. Has Mustafa Ali impressed uh, the people who matter in backstage to say, hey, he can really go? I mean, he's been on TV a lot lately. So evidently they're putting some kind of uh, force behind Mustafa Ali and they're still keeping him around and keeping him relevant. 
Um, but I know that Gunther is going to chop the soul out of Mustafa Ali, and I can't wait to see it. Let me go out to the best damn nation, man. Uh, R.I.P. Billy Graham. Yeah, uh, that was a that was a big loss, big loss for uh, the wrestling world, man. Uh, it's definitely going to be felt. Uh, let me read another one. Uh, it says Mustafa Ali will not win. That's a fact. But I hope he represents as well um, and amazing as Zelina Vega did. I agree with that. I think that Mustafa Ali is the second coming of what Zelina Vega just experienced um, being in in Puerto Rico when she would, had the admiration of everyone. Everyone was on her side. They were rooting for her. Uh, she had a big match against Rhea Ripley. That was her WrestleMania. 100% believe that was her WrestleMania. I don't think she's ever going to get a reception like that in her career, and this can be the same thing for Mustafa Ali. Even if he does not win, he can get the people on his side. And if you get the people on your side, as as we all see what's happening with Seth Rollins, that can be a very, very useful thing because the people will start speaking for you. That's how we got Kofi Mania. The people started speaking and say, hey, we want Kofi to go for the championship. So if Mustafa Ali plays his right, he not only can get the people in Saudi Arabia, that's in, in the crowd, all the people that look like him to get behind him, but also, man, he can get everybody around the world to get into this positive Ali thing. And, you know, I just hope that it goes somewhere, no matter if he stays babyface or if he if he goes heel. Um, I think Mustafa Ali, man, versus Gunther, like I said, it's going to be, be pretty big. And he can really show that he can wrestle. He can really show that he can hang. And what if, what if, by a snowball's chance in hell, Mustafa Ali pulls off the win against Gunther? Where does the Intercontinental Championship go? Where does Gunther go from there if he loses to Mustafa Ali? Does he go back after the championship or does he go after the World Heavyweight Championship on Monday Night Raw? Inquiring minds would like to know. Uh, and I do not. So, <laughs> uh, at Night of Champions, I'm going to be excited to see what Mustafa Ali can pull off. Uh, let's talk about something that happened on Monday Night Raw, man. Uh, you have Brock and Cody going at it again. I don't know what happened. Cody was just walking into the building, suited up, suited and booted. Uh, walking very, very leisurely, and all of a sudden he gets attacked by Brock Lesnar. Uh, Brock beat Cody ass. Uh, he picked up a, uh, I don't know if it was a one of them suitcases, one of them, you know, big industrial suitcases that hold heavy stuff, and uh, it looked like he smashed Cody Rhodes' arms with that. Later on in the night, uh, Brock Lesnar put a Camor lock. On Cody, further causing damage. Now there's reports that, oh, all of a sudden, Cody has a broken arm. Man, what does that mean going into this match at Night of Champions? Will Cody still fight? Is his arm broken? Uh, I want to know, man. It's just a whole nother Seth Rollins thing where he had his torn peck. And all of, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If he can beat Brock Lesnar with one arm, man. 
if he can beat Brock Lesnar twice, because I know Brock, Brock is going for blood. Brock has already gone for blood. But if he can beat Brock Lesnar twice, and if he can beat Brock Lesnar with a broken arm, man, what does that say about Brock Lesnar? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm interested to see where that goes, man. Um, I'm still really not invested in Brock and Cody. I'm trying to see why they're fighting. It doesn't, it's no storyline behind it. It's just that Cody is like, hey, it's just like <laughs> Cody is at home and he walks outside and he sees a, a pit bull off the leash <laughs> running full force towards his house, bites the hell out of him. Drags him down, drags him down the uh, the driveway, mauls him, and then runs off. Cody gets help, comes back home from the hospital. As soon as he comes back home, first day home from the hospital, the pit bull comes back, drags him out the car, <laughs> mauls him again. It's like it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It's like why? Where's the story? Where's the story? Where, where's this going? Um, Cody better get some backup, man. I'm trying to tell you the, the landscape in WWE is changing. You have a lot of tag teams that are popping up. You have a lot of factions that are popping up. Things that we were once criticizing. Um, hey, we need more factions. We need more tag teams. We need. We were talking about this uh, in in previous podcasts, and all of a sudden now we have all these factions. We have all these tag teams. We have people that are linking together and grouping up. And and people are doing this for protection. Uh, and they because think about it, you only have but so much TV time. And the only way that you are going to get the talent useful if you're able to use them during TV time and use them during special events. Now, there's reports that the WWE might make some cuts on July the 1st. I don't know where that goes. I don't know who's going to get cut. Um, I don't know who's going to let be let go. We can make some speculations. We could all hope that Dana Brooke is amongst the people who goes. <laughs> she is doing absolutely nothing. Um, I hate to say it, um, but I don't want to see a lot of cuts, man. And and some of the talent, man, they better start stepping up, or they're gonna get <laughs> they're gonna get they're gonna get the X. You know what I'm saying? Let's go back out to the best damn nation. Uh, we have a comment that says, uh, Cody has not won any fights with Brock. Cody is just surviving. That is absolutely true. Cody is surviving by the hairs of his chinny chin chin. Barely. <laughs> he is barely surviving. Um, he's going to barely survive this match with Brock. Cody need help, man. He better call his brother. He better, you know... Join Judgment Day, get in the group. What if Cody goes here? I don't know. What is, he needs some backup, some type of backup. He needs somebody to, to help him kind of navigate these treacherous waters that the WWE is now in, man. So uh, Brock versus Cody, Night of Champions. Are you excited about it? Just let me know in the comment box uh, for the best damn nation. Just, just let me know. Uh, let me go back out to the best damn nation. Sammy and KO would definitely help Cody in some way. I don't know. They got their own drama. They actually have a storyline going on. 
I don't really know how they would get involved. Uh, they were at first, but you know, certain certain beatdowns week to week kind of make you question where people's loyalties lie. Like if I get beat down one week, and then the next week you come and help me, and then I get beat down even worse the next week, but you don't come out and help me, I'm gonna question our friendship. <laughs> I'm going to question our friendship and I'm going to question your loyalties and where they lie. I'm just saying. Uh, so, you know, so some of these uh, alliances are kind of fickle. You know, you really don't know where they go. Um, but you know what? We will see where the Cody versus Brock thing goes. Night of Champions, it is going down. But first, let me introduce. The man with the plan. Uh, he is the resident wrestler of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. He is Mr. Booster Asses himself. <laughs> we call him uh, Victor Three Belts. He's your mama's favorite wrestler. And he can whoop your daddy ass, Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews. What up, what up, what up, what up? My apologies, Best Damn Nation. You know, duty calls and the brother just getting off of work. But we here, we here. I'm supposed to be Victor Four Belts, but it didn't work out in my favor. I was not able to topple the man they called Kerry Morton. However... I went out there and got busy. He 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 knew he stepped in the ring with Mr. Everything. But other than that, Brian, what up, bro? How you feeling, man? Oh, what's up, man? I can't call it, brother. You know, bless the holly favor. That's the that's the old folks would say. Uh just go ahead and, and get into some of this wrestling stuff, man. Uh, I'm glad you popped in, my brother. Hopefully everything is good with you. Uh look, I want to go ahead. And transition and get into it, man, because you did have quite a battle uh, with Kerry Morton, man. I want you to tell us a little bit about that. How was the fight? And, uh, you know, I, I know it didn't work out in your favor, but uh, first of all, how about this? Let me see if I can show this clip. If it, it'll for the play, I'm having some little lag issues, but we'll see. Uh, let's play some of this clip, man, from Mr. Everything uh, in his battle. With Carrie Morton. We got a little lag in that thing, but that was the interest from Mr. Everything. Uh, we can get back into it, man. And I got some highlighted clips, and you can go to uh, the BD Wrestling Podcast page on our social media and check it out. Uh, you can see Mr. Everything and Carrie Morton get down. But uh, we just saw your interest, man. I thought that was pretty pretty dope. Come on, everything! <laughs> man, tell us about this fight, this, uh, this battle, this back and forth uh, technical uh, just just grappling 
uh, extravaganza, ex, what, ex, well, what do you call it? Uh, uh, exposition. Ex I don't know what you got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tell us a little about about that, man, because uh, you guys were grappling back and forth. You were uh, really doing a lot of mat work, um, a lot, you know, going back and forth with the blows and some of the moves, man. Um, the fluidity that you guys had in the ring was really great. So I want you to talk about that match in general, man, and, and what did you think about uh, your loss? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, we had – well, first of all, the show was packed with – several different uh, styles of matches. You had a, a first blood match. You had a strap match, uh, you know, a four-corner strap match. You know, you had tag matches. So we, we needed to do something to be different. We went out there. We said, you know what? We're going to go out there and do what everybody else can't do. And let's go out there and just wrestle, grapple. You know, that's what, that's what the marquee says. It's professional wrestling. That's what we went out there and did. Kerry um, Morton is one spectacular talent. Uh, like I said before last week, I was one of the guys who influenced him um, just from seeing me get, getting in the ring and getting busy when he was a kid. And so it was a, a big moment for him to be able to share the ring with me this past Sunday. And I I, I, I got to say, not to throw any, any excuses or anything, but I, I think I might have been a little bit fatigued, just a little bit. Just a little bit. I wrestled six six matches on 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 Friday in Tennessee. And wow. then I left there and drove to Virginia, which was six hours away, and wrestled a match there and won. I actually I actually won that match in, in my socks. <laughs> I'll tell oh, you about buddy. that in a minute. Uh and then I drove back to Tennessee. Another six hours, and then wrestled Kerry Morton, and then also you know wrestled in the uh, the Paul Morton uh, Battle Royal. Um, the show was was surrounded around his grandfather, um, you know, rest his soul, and, and, and everything. Appreciate everything he's done for the business. Um, it's, it's called the Paul Morton Cup. Paul Morton Cup. Um, it's, it's a memorial for his for his grandfather who passed some time ago. Uh, so it, it was a spectacular thing. It was amazing. Kerry Morton is definitely representing the NWA uh, very well as the World Junior Heavyweight Champion. That is my second time having a, a Junior Heavyweight Championship uh, title contention. The very first time was probably about 10 years ago. I stepped in the, way, in the ring with Chase Owens when he was the NWA Junior Heavyweight Champion, World Junior Heavyweight Champion. Um, so it's only a matter of time until they say, you know what? Victor's got to get the belt this time, or, or you know, I, I go out there and challenge one of the heavyweight champions. Uh, so man, it was an amazing weekend. I enjoyed myself. Uh, Ricky Morton was there. Got a chance to talk to him, and he loves everything about the match. Uh, he says one of the best matches he's seen out of the both of us, which is a, a great honor to hear from him because Kerry has traveled all over the world defending the title and competing for the title. Uh, and I've, and I've of course, have been traveling all over over the U.S. and, you know, knowing Ricky for a very long time. And he, he loves my TikToks. He, he says it all the time. I watch you on TikTok <laughs> all the time. I'm like, <laughs> so it, it was great, man. It was an amazing feeling. Uh, I can't wait to be able to share the ring with him again. Uh, and we see what happens in the future, man. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's awesome, man. I, I think that's, like I said, I watched the match. And I'm going to see if I can try to play a little bit of it again. Um, 
hopefully it's not too uh, back and forth, but you get just up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, uh, beautiful people, let's uh, check out this video uh, of Mr. Everything Get Down. Charlotte Flair than the Nature Boy. That's right. And he encouraged me. Absolutely. Oh, wait a minute here. Oh, you see what I have to do. Now he's got it locked in deep. If anybody can get out of this, it's scary. Well, he's going to have to work at it. You notice Ricky Morton's kind of peeping through the curtains over here. You see that? Of course he is. He's watching his son. Oh! oh my. That's right. He went with uh, Terry Taylor. Yep. They had the computers. You remember they would computerize yep. all the, the outcomes? That was Richard Morton. Right. Wow. So I never really thought about that until say now. That, that, the, the uh, evil shriek is unusual for him. Come on now. That's what I like about Carrie. It's becoming, uh, I hate to say it, but you know, most people call him a jerk. But I, I think he's becoming a professional. Uh oh, uh oh. Mr. Everything. Looks like he was going to try for that trifecta. Got on suspension, Mr. Big, show the All right, man. Uh, the video was a little choppy, man, but it showed that you uh, getting down with Kerry Morton a little bit. Um, like I said, the, the match was back and forth, very technical. You can go on YouTube and check that out, or you can go on the Best Damn Nation group page on Facebook, check that out, or you can go to the BD uh, Wrestling Podcast page on Facebook, join the group. I mean, excuse me, join the page and and see that also. But, man, like I said, that was a, a great back and forth with you guys, man. You guys tore the house down. You look you look a little fatigued. I get it to you. I get I get How was time? <laughs> I get that to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the quick story about the, the socks. So, <laughs> hey, when I was in Virginia, I was playing a hill, and I went out there and I talked my trash, and the guy I was wrestling, he, I, he obviously had, some fans out there in the crowd. And uh, we went to start doing the first couple spots. And he shot me in, a, he threw me into the corner. And as I was getting ready to step out the corner, my shoe came off. So my foot came right out the daggone sneaker. <laughs> and it was just dangling. It was just dangling like like an extra. Uh, jangling, jangling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Then we lost to Mr. Everything, but man, he whipped you into the corner and blew your shoe off. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And just from doing that, the cops are going me. They 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 hate that if I go take my shoe off. That's like I don't even that's be bad. Oh man. I I heard none of that. 
So <laughs> I just heard you laughing. Uh, I don't know you. <laughs> uh, but it sounded like a funny story. Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I only heard bits and pieces of it, but you know, you know what? I heard that he, I heard that he threw you into the to the ropes, and then your your shoe came off and it was dangling, uh, and then after that, that I just heard, heard absolutely nothing. What was? But uh, go ahead. Yeah, once the video comes out, I'll share it with the best damn wrestling podcast. You guys can check it out. All right, cool. That's what we're going to do. Uh, check that thing out. Uh, check out Mr. Everything uh, losing his socks and shoes in the ring. <laughs> check that out. Um, well, before oh, we man. get into, uh, you know, your, 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 your favorite segment, Hot Topics, I got breaking news. I've got breaking news. South Carjack subject to change. Pretty soon on July 1st, there's going to be some talent releases from WWE. Yeah, so I was just talking about who that. that may be. Oh, okay. Well, you did the breaking news already. All right. Cool. Yeah, I already, I already broke it in. Yeah, it's already broke in. <laughs> uh, let's talk about it real quick, though. Uh, so, so with these releases, man, how do you feel about it? Uh, you know that we had some releases a couple of years back, man. I think it was like two years ago um, when everybody was getting released and. Oh man, it was it was all kind of anarchy in the back. Nobody knew what was going on. Everybody was scared, man. What do you think about uh, these new possible releases? And who do you think might be on the list? And who do you hope might be on the list? Man, truthfully, I I, I don't have any hopes of anybody being on the list. And that's just my job and their livelihood. <laughs> that's their job and livelihood. A lot of them. A lot of them can 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 maintain life after WWE. A lot of them can't. Uh, so you know, and, and I really don't know who might be on the chopping block. It's, it's I, I I know one thing. I know one thing. It opens up room for Mister Everything to get signed. I know yeah. that. I That's know all that. I care about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, get rid of them. Get out of them. Get look, kick them out. Get them on out. Get rid of them. You don't need them anyway. You need this for everything on your roster. That's what you need. <laughs> out, out, damn spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, yeah, in, in, the of, in the words of Velveteen Dream, Vince, call me up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, man. Listen, we got to talk about uh, a little bit of history, man, that's being kind of being underlooked a little bit. Uh, there was an injury that happened. Not too recently, man. They were trying to do the inaugural strong women's championship for New Japan. Uh, you had a match between Willow Nightingale and Mercedes Monet, former, I say former, <laughs> former uh, Sasha Banks in the WWE. The match was hard hitting, uh, and there was a spot in which Mercedes. Monet got injured. She could not finish the match. Willow Nightingale got the pin. One, two, three. Uh, and now Willow is your new strong women's champion. And Mercedes is nursing the injury. Mr. Everything, have you heard this news? And what do you think about uh, Willow Nightingale getting this opportunity to become the strong women's champion in New Japan? Yeah, I, I saw I saw bits and, and pieces of it. Um, 
Willow is one of those who have been on the independence. I've shared a locker room with her a couple of times. She's, she's a spectacular talent. Very, very great attitude. Uh, always positive about everything she does. So, you know, congratulations to her. I hate that it came um, at this expense of someone getting injured during a match. But, as you said a while ago, car subject to change. Um, and it's professional wrestling. It's not ballet or anything like that. So, you know, things going to happen. Uh, hopefully, uh, Mercedes' injury is not career-ending or, you know, it doesn't delay her career too long. She is one of those talents, those, just one of our one-of-a-kind talents who can pretty much almost get in the ring with anybody, in my opinion. And Willow is becoming that individual who, you know, she's becoming a very strong household name and a fan favorite. So, it only matter of time to see exactly what happens after this. Um, so congratulations to Willow, uh, prayers and, and well wishes and, and healing to Mercedes. And, uh, yeah, man, see what happens after that. Yeah, man, I've, I've been a Willow fan since she jumped on the scene, man. And I was like, who is this ball of energy? And I was like, okay, she's, she's, she's beautiful. She's strong. She's bigger than most of the girls. And she has, she's has this very vibrant high energy that the crowd gets behind. Um, so I've been um, a Willow fan from the time that I saw her. And I think that she, I think that she deserves this, man. She put on some really good matches in AEW um, and then elevated herself to one of the top baby faces in the company. I hope that, you know, they give her a little bit more shine and a little bit more light because they have a star, a possible star in Willow Nightmare. You know, she could be a really good baby face uh, for some of your not so good heels. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, I hope that she uh, does more. And I hope that she does some some great things with this strong women's championship. Uh, but, man, this was a one of a kind kind of thing, man, because this is the first time that two women of color or two black women have uh, headlined in New Japan for a title. This is this is groundbreaking, man. This is history right here. So, uh, and if I'm wrong, then, you know, best damn nation, you know, you guys can correct me, but I think this is the first time that this has happened. And so, people can say what they want about Sasha Banks or Mercedes Monet, but she is definitely uh, breaking a lot of barriers for a lot of women. And she's been doing it for a while. Uh, her and the rest of the horsewomen, but you know, to main event in two companies, and and to do um, do that with a woman of color in both companies, man, that's that's big. You know, what I'm saying especially in the international market uh, of New Japan, uh, man. So I think I think that's that's pretty big. Uh, who do you want to see Willow Nightingale face? Like, who do you think might be some potential uh, opponents for her that you think that she can put us some really good matches with? Yeah, a dream, a dream match. Uh, truthfully, I, I know bad to say, but I have been following the New Japan product very tightly you know, to exactly know who's out there. But uh, one name that does ring a bell for me is... Uh, I'm not even sure if she even goes with Kyrie Sane anymore, but Kyrie Sane would be a really good match 
for Willow to kind of test her abilities and see how well someone of that caliber. Yeah, Kyrie Zane would be really good, man. Uh, I know that Kyrie Zane is an absolute star in her own right uh, in that division, man. And so uh, both of them being baby faces, I think it would be really good competitive match with them going against each other. And, you know, if Willow did need to pass the, the belt to somebody, I think Kyrie Zane is a good person, a good representative to be able to do that because Kyrie Zane does have international appeal, just like Mercedes Monet and just like Will and Willow Nightingale. So uh, hats off to women. You know, keep doing your thing. Uh, Mercedes Monet, people talk about you. I got your back, baby. I got your back, Sasha Banks. Just come home. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. Just come home. Just come home to the WWE. We forgive you for everything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we just wait. I'm just waiting for her to come on. You know what I'm saying? Just say, hey, I went all over where I wrestled in all of these promotions. You got to pay me what I'm worth. I think she deserves it, man. Uh, but right now, she got to heal. So uh, get well soon. Mercedes Monet. Oh, man. Uh, let's talk about Night of Champions real quick, uh, which happens on Saturday, May 27th, this weekend, man. I know we're going to watch it. Uh, we might do a little watch-along. I'm not sure, Best Damn Nation. If you guys want to do a watch-along, let us know. A watch-along is pretty damn funny, pretty entertaining. So uh, if we do a watch-along, uh, just let us know if you want to have that, and we'll let you guys know. Oh, let me go out to the Best Damn Nation, man. We got some comments uh, Mr. Everything, you can take bum-ass Corbin's place. <laughs> oh, man. What do you think about taking bum-ass Corbin's place, Mr. Everything? Listen, as long as I ain't got to be bum-ass Victor or uh, <laughs> or happy Victor or uh, uh, Oh, man. You sound like R2D2, man. I don't know what's going on. Uh, you're breaking up a little bit. But, uh. Okay, hold on one second. I, I, I'll do you one better. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I got you. You're good. <laughs> I'll I do you one better. If, if, if Corbin's supposed to get the be on the chopping block and he want to keep his, he want to keep his job, let him go through me. If he can beat me in a match, he can keep his job when I come back over here to North Carolina. If he can't beat me, then I take his spot. Just like they did with the money in the bank. He had the money in the bank, he put it on the line, and he lost. He lost. And when he get in the ring with Mr. Everything, he's going to lose. Because he's a loser. Oh, man. Don't you be talking about Bum-Ass Corbin. I'm going to put some respect on Bum-Ass Corbin's name real quick. Bum-Ass, I'm going to stop calling him Bum-Ass Corbin. I'm going to call him Baron Corbin. I think that <laughs> Baron Corbin can really do because he, he he's really good at reinventing himself as a wrestler. He, he stayed in WWE. He's been in WWE for a long time. And he's constantly reinventing himself. And right now he's on the on the bum ass Corbin kind of kind of lane on on the downslide, but he can really change his whole character uh, altogether if he really wanted to. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? I, I totally agree. I mean, 
I got, I got something for you. I got I got something for you. It was a stick that was that was uh done. What's my man name? The commentator for uh SmackDown. Um Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett uh-huh. had done this this character, Bad News Barrett, right? I started, I thought when I first started seeing it, I was like, you know what? I like the concept of Bad News Barrett. But for some reason, they didn't do much with that, that whole character and that whole persona. What if you had Bad News Barrett? Mm. And you had Baron Corbin go with that concept. But uh, how, how would you how would you structure his character? Would it be like con- kind of going back to the lone wolf style, or because you definitely can't do it with Happy Corbin, you definitely can't do it with, with bomb ass Corbin, Corbin. So you would have to pretty much go back to the lone wolf style, right? Uh, I would I would have a little lone wolfish a little bit with, and then mix that with uh, King Corbin. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Barry Corbin is one of the best shit talkers in the company, man, and they need to let him do what he does best. I mean, obviously he's he's big and um, he used to be a threat, but for some reason everybody feels like they can just step all over Barry Corbin like he's <laughs> like he used to that that guy to step on. You know what I'm saying? They they treating him like you know he's they, that they, guy. They, and you know what? They they try to do the same thing with the Miz too. If you really think about it, they try to do the same thing with the Miz, where it's like, "Oh, you just, you know, you you're just an entertainer. You're you're not a professional wrestler." And uh, you know, they they probably look at Corbin. Corbin is a fighter. I think if Corbin goes in there with a a an ad, with an, a gimmick of just being a fighter and stop and stop trying to just have some type of character, he could really shoot off on a, on a really high trajectory. But they just gotta be able to let the man do it. You know, you got somebody that you always bring. Every time he throws a punch, they bring up his his uh golden gloves um prowess, you know, his history. But then, you know, every time right after he throws a punch, there's always some type of comedy spot after that. I think if you let Baron go out there just really be Baron, yeah, he could he could definitely shoot very high. He 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 could he, crazy to say, he could be a threat to Roman Reigns, truthfully. I mean, but if they, they're not doing with nothing with that whole storyline of him being the last person to actually uh, pin Roman Reigns, man, they're not doing anything with that angle at all. And if they wanted to bring Baron Corbin up, man, I would put Baron Corbin in Judgment Day, or I would let Baron Corbin do what he do best, man. He knows how to connect with other people and link up. There was a period of time when Baron Corbin was with Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. And they were terrorizing people. Mm-hmm. They didn't have no name or no presence or nothing, but they were they were forced to be reckoned with, man. So I think if you put two other guys with Baron Corbin, even two new guys, you know, throw Baron Corbin with two new guys and be like, hey, I'm going to take these guys under my wing. We're going to start a faction and we're just going to terrorize the whole uh, WWE uh, Raw roster. Just, you know like, uh, just like Judgment Day. Just like Judgment Day. You know what I'm saying? If you're not going to put him anywhere that's going to benefit his career, man, give him something to do. And if you're not going to give him no one-on-one stuff, then put him to, with two other guys, man, and let them let them do their thing. Give him a name. Let Baron Corbin be a, a leader. And Baron Corbin will. You put two NXT guys with him, and he can bring up those two guys. Who, who, you, know who would you think, though? 
I could see I could see him joining Judgment Day, but I don't really know anybody far as on the. You know what? I take I take that back. I could see uh, what's what's your boy that that was uh, uh, Carmelo Hayes, Carmelo and uh and and his lackey guy. If those two came up and joined Baron Corbin, that would be a strong faction. Um, I'm not quite sure. Hold on, I think I said Baron Corbin was on Raw. Baron Corbin was on SmackDown. If I'm if I'm correct, so I don't know. He needs something, man. Baron Corbin's a free agent. <laughs> You're right. He is a free agent. He's a free agent. He ne- he never got drafted. You're right. You're right about that. Now that I think about it, um, but yeah, I want to see more from Corbin. I'm gonna stop calling him Baron Corbin bum ass Corbin, man, because he ain't no bum, man. He just he just going through some things right now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he didn't put in the bad spot, man. That's all that is, man. Uh, let's talk about Night of Champions, man. I want to see who you got your money on. It happens this Saturday, man, uh, in Saudi Arabia. We got Seth versus AJ Styles, uh, Cody versus Brock, KO, and Sammy versus uh, – hold on, I need you to mute your mic real quick. You sound like you're cooking, cooking some stir fry or something, man. <laughs> uh, KO Sami Zayn uh, versus Roman Reigns, the Solo Sokoa, which, you know, LP criticized last week about Roman Reigns uh, not actually fighting uh, and, and defending his championship, even though he's in this tag team match uh, with Solo Sokoa versus Sami Zayn and, and, and KO. So we'll see how that whole thing pans out, and hopefully they – designate a cha- uh, a challenger for Roman Reigns. We also have uh, Gunther versus Mustafa Ali, Bianca Belair versus Asuka, Becky Lynch versus Tris Stratus, and the card is subject to change at any moment, man, because apparently Cody has a broken arm, so we'll see if Cody versus Brock is still going to happen, or is that going to be a whole uh, backlash uh, situation all over again, where Cody had the torn peck, and if he can beat Brock with one arm, where does that leave the beast incarnate? Uh, so, real quick, Mister Everything, just want you to uh, just mention the name, man. Who you got? Seth versus AJ Styles. Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins, man. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins on that, even though I know AJ Styles would carry the brand on his shoulders and he would do really good, man. And I know that his matches will be absolutely phenomenal as they always are. Seth Pricker Rollins, man, he's just on another stratosphere right now. The fans are really pushing Seth, man, and he is a main event player. So I would want to see Seth Rollins go ahead and pull out that win, man. Uh, Cody versus Brock. Who you got your money on, Mr. Everything? I got to go with Cody. You got... You got broken wing Cody <laughs> over Brock Lesnar, man. That's you know what? Absolutely. You you back you back a dog in the corner with a um, with an injury. He comes out a, lo- a whole lot fierce. So you know, I think that's that's the situation that they're trying to build with Brock and and Cody. Have him back in the corner, make it seem like he has absolutely no chance, and then he pulls out the win. 
I can see, I can see, I can, see, I can see that happening. But you know what? I'm not gonna bet against Brock. I'm sorry. I <laughs> mean, Brock just mauled him twice, and maybe Cody might pull out the win. Magically, pull out the win. I mean, he did it before. He might be able to do it again. But I'm going Brock on this man because Brock need a, Brock need this win. You know what I'm saying? He need this win, and maybe they can do Brock and Cody for the next event that's coming up. But right now, I got my money on Brock Lesnar, man. Um, KO and Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns and Souls of Cold. Who you got your money on, Mister Everything? I got on on uh, KO Zayn. KO Zayn. KO Zayn. Okay, all right, KO Zayn. Uh, ooh, that means you've been on the tribal chief to lose. What, man? That's crazy. Uh, I'm gonna have to go Roman the solo man. I think Roman gonna take all the belts, man. I think <laughs> I think Roman gonna take those belts, and I think that is gonna be uh, the Usos versus Roman Reigns and Solo, maybe for SummerSlam, man. I would want to see that. That's gonna be good if Roman doesn't have a uh, a competitor. If they're gonna try to do something like that and kind of further the storyline, I would do Roman and Solo versus the Usos for the belts. I'm just saying. Um, Gunther versus Mustafa Ali, Mister Everything. Who you got your money on? You can't, you can't bet against Gunther. You just can't. <laughs> man, I, I played the uh, the emotional video, man, from Mustafa Ali a little bit earlier. Um, Mustafa Ali. Thinks he has a chance against Gunther. I think that Gunther is going to chop the soul out of his body. I can't wait to see it. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think Mustafa Ali is going to really show Gunther that, hey, I can wrestle and I can hang. But Mustafa Ali will not win. There will be thousands, if not millions, of children very disappointed after seeing this match. <laughs> I'm just saying, in general. All their hopes and dreams are going to die. I, I could have I gotten behind Mustafa if they didn't do that whole Brock walking past his little interview and telling him to get a life. Like, that that really took a lot of air out of that man's sail, in my opinion. You know, it, I feel it's, like Jesus is still behind some of this stuff, man. Some of this stuff doesn't make sense. It's, it's like a whole, you know, I don't know what, why, yeah, why would you, why would you deflate that man like that? Right before he go into the biggest match of his life, I'm not gonna blame this for that. I'm gonna blame Brock for that because Brock said it. But I don't know if that was a shoot or if that was if that was scripted. But still, you man, yeah, you took all the wind out of that man's sails by by doing that. Uh, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. When I think about it, you are completely right, sir. Oh man, uh, Bianca versus Oscar. Which I think is going to be a little bit of a sleeper match. We we just saw that at WrestleMania. It was a really good match, man. But Mister Everything, who you got your money on? You got your money on Bianca Belair, or you got your money on Oscar? Uh, good question. Did Bianca surpass the longest reigning women's championship? I believe she did, sir. Okay, so going Oscar. Oscar. You going to Oscar? Yeah, I'm going with Oscar. Okay. All right. I think they're trying to paint Oscar as a real threat, man. And I think it would not make sense if Oscar lost this match. 
and for you to change her character, bring her back, and let her do the the green blue miss man, um, and then you know have her lose again back to back. I think that can be very detrimental to the story that the character Oscar is dangerous man. So if Bianca wins, uh, you know where do they go from there? But I don't see Bianca pulling the win out of this. I think Oscar will pull the win out for this match. Uh, and then the last match, we have Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Mr. Everything, who you got? Your money, Tony. Uh, I, I don't really care about this match. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. And I, you know, I know it sounds bad. I really don't care. I don't care that Trish is back. I don't care that Trish is having this match. Trish is not a, a threat whatsoever to Becky Lynch or the women's division. You know, I just, I don't know. I just don't, you're right. Yeah. I just don't care. I don't I, I care. honestly forgot. I honestly forgot that the match was happening. Mm. Shame on you, sir. <laughs> Shame. <Yeah>. Shame on you. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, so, I mean, even though you don't care, uh, I think the referee wins in this match. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely got the money on referee. Yeah, yeah, we're going for the referee. But, I, you know, if I had to say who's going to win, Becky Lynch is going to win this. Trish Stratus, will she look stronger if she beat Becky? It depends on in the fashion that she beats Becky. If she still does some of her gimmicky moves that look sloppy and that need assistance from your competitor, man, it's going to look bad. And the last thing that you want to do is have a bad women's match in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I hate to say it. You know what I'm saying? So, so the women – even though the last couple of times they've been to Saudi Arabia, man, they, they put on some banger of some matches, man. But Bianca and Oscar has to deliver. And Becky and Trish has to deliver. Both of those matches have to deliver on this night. Especially, you know, like it's you you dealing with customs. You're dealing with uh changes in the new world when you go to some of these places. Um they have different, you know, laws and things that we do and different freedoms and stuff that we do. So, you know, when you're on the cutting edge of, of women sports and women being viewed as strong and, and all of these other things, um, you need to represent when you come there. So the women's matches, both of the women's matches should be better than the men's matches. But I'm not sure if Trish Stratus has the juice to be able to pull that off, man, and really have a, a top notch high card match, man, with Beck and Lynch. I'm pretty sure they'll pull something off. Um, I kind of see uh, Lita coming back in some type of way and helping, but we shall see, man, uh, with this Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus match. Best damnation, if you're interested in the in the Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus match, uh, put a like in the comments box, man, or just say something. Uh, but Night of Champions, Let's see who you got your money on. Beautiful people, I'm going to read this card again. Seth versus AJ, Cody versus Brock, KO and Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa, Gunther versus Mustafa Ali, Bianca Belair versus Asuka, and Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. So uh, that's going to be very interesting. We will see who wins at Night of Champions. So, yeah. <laughs> 
go and visit our social media pages, man, and check us out. And uh, just let us know what's going on. Uh, let me look at this uh, schedule, man, for WWE upcoming events, man. I'm interested to see a couple of places that they're actually going. Uh, up there, I see uh, Columbia, South Carolina, Fayetteville, North Carolina. They just came there and had a had a great show. Uh, Hampton, Virginia, uh, they're going to be there. Uh, let's see. Fairfax, Virginia, Raleigh, North Carolina, Buffalo, New York, New York, New York, uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Just some of the places that they're going to go going up to SummerSlam, man. So this is going to be interesting to see what the road to SummerSlam looks like and what new things might be unfolding. You know what I'm saying? Uh, real quick, I saw something. And I, I know that uh, I haven't seen Hit Roll on TV for a while. Hit Roll should be back. I would love to see Hit Roll come back, um, but I have no idea where they have been. Um, but a picture popped up online from your boy JTG formerly of uh, Crime Time. And look at who you guys there. Hmm? Uh, Adonis and your boy um, Top Dollar in that picture. They look really good. I think if they did bring JTG back, I think that you could put them with here, Roman, and they can I don't know what they would do, but I think a three-man team for Hero would be really good. And then if you put B-Fab there, you know, the the initial elements for the group could still be there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure where the identity of the group is going to evolve to. But right now, man, they look good together. And I think if they did bring JTG back into the mix and back on main roster, he can be with hit row and and maybe they can do something. I don't know. Uh the fellas look good together, man. Uh JTG was like, hey man, I usually don't go to the gym around this time, but now that I'm here, uh look who I ran into. So, you know, him changing the time from the time that he usually goes to the gym to now, uh evidently it paid off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because now you have uh this picture here with hit row man and a lot of people are liking it. A lot of people are digging it. You know what I mean? So I like it. I think it's going to be interesting to see if they do bring him into the fold uh, because Hero definitely needs something. They need something different. They need something new, and they need to bring eyes back on the group in ST days. You know, Hero was really interesting. They have Swerve, your boy Swerve Strickland in that group. And, you know, obviously Swerve was the leader and he's doing his thing now. He's still pretty much doing the same thing, same type of character. He's a little bit darker now. Uh, and he's running with, uh, I don't know what their names are, <laughs> the, the the name of his group and, and the fellas that he's running with. But he has Brian Cage uh, on his team. So that's all you need to know. Brian Cage is damn near Brock Lesnar. Damn near. Uh, not, as, not as strong. I think Brock Lesnar can definitely whoop Brian Cage at. But in AEW, he will be the equivalent of a Brock Lesnar type. You know, just big guy. Man, so Swerve Strickland is doing his thing in AEW right now. And Hero uh, definitely is missing Swerve in that group. So if they came and put JTG in Hero, or even if he came in as an advisor or uh, – you know, he had some kind of role in a group, some type of management role, if not wrestling. Uh, I think they can be really good for Hit Row 
and uh, we'll see where that goes. Beautiful people, best damn nation, uh, thank you for rocking with me today. A uh, couple of technical difficulties, you know what I'm saying? Had to run the gauntlet uh, on my lonesome, but it's okay. You know what I'm saying? The best damn crew will be back in full effect in coming episodes, man. Uh, we wishing Chef uh, well wishes, man. Um, yeah. So, it's been a lot of stuff. I cannot leave you guys uh, without letting you know where to find us on social media. So, if you want to follow the show, if you want to follow what we got going on in some of our videos, uh, you can go to our Instagram at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can go to our Facebook group at the Best Damn Wrestling Nation. You can go to our Facebook page at the BD Wrestling Podcast. You can go to our Twitter at Best Damn Crew. You can visit us on Twitch at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And you can visit us on TikTok at Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, man. And if you want to support the show, only thing you have to do is go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast for as low as five dollars. You can join us, you can see exclusive content, you can get all kind of knickknacks and paddywhacks. We got cups, we got mugs, we got shirts, we got hoodies, we got all kind of goodies for your pleasure. So go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast. Um I could not leave you without a final word. You know, we have to do it each and every week. Uh, so my word of the day, my word of advice, my final word is you can't help everybody. But everybody can help somebody. Let that sink in. Let that marinate into your soul. You can't help everybody. But everybody can help somebody. You know what I'm saying? Some people uh, are revered in their family, in their friendship circles. Uh, and they, you know, maybe they're they're successful or they're well off, or maybe they just got a good spirit about them and people just come to them. You know what I'm saying? You can help some people some of the time, but you can't help everybody all the time. You know what I'm saying? You have to draw those lines and draw those distinctions. And whenever you can help, you help out. I'm not saying that close a, a blind eye, but you can't help everybody in the way that they need help. Some people need help beyond what they ask and help for. And some people don't even know how to ask for help. That's a real thing. Some people do not. Most men do not know how to ask for help. And even if they do need help, they're going to try to figure it out and struggle themselves. I'm one of those people. <laughs> I'll raise my hand. I'm, I'm one of those people. But I think every day uh, that I go out into the world, I try to do one random act of kindness. If it's a bum on, I ain't going to call them bum on, but somebody that's homeless, um, that need something, they need uh, a word of advice, or if they just need some money, you know what I'm saying? I'll give them whatever I have and say, hey man, you have a blessed day. You know what I'm saying? Take care of yourself. You can do a random act of kindness once every day. You know what that does? 
that makes you stronger, that makes you wise, that makes you appreciate people, that makes you appreciate life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but do what you can do. You can't do for everybody. When I started this wrestling podcast, I realized that not everybody likes wrestling. I know that I am in a, a minority of people, millions of people that watch this, but I'm in the minority of people who actually, at an adult age, actually still enjoy it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's an art form. It's a way for us to disconnect. It's a way for us to, to get away. I knew I was in the minority uh, when we started this podcast. I can really talk about anything. I have a, an extensive resume of different things that I can talk about. Um, but I wanted to do something that was lighthearted and fun. And then at the end of each session, I kind of squeeze in a final word of word of motivation to get people through life. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, sometimes you got to be brave. Sometimes you got to step out. Uh, even when people don't understand what you're doing, sometimes you just got to do what, what you're being led to do. And you help as many people as you can. But if you're helping everybody, you exert yourself, you give too much of yourself. And you drain your energy. And if you drain all your energy, then that means you can't be no good to nobody. So I'm going to go back to my final word that I said today. You can help. Um, you can't help everybody. But everybody can help somebody in some type of way. So find a way that you can help somebody. Uh, if you if somebody is asking you for some money and they really need it and you know it's going to help them get along in life, then, you know, if you got it and it ain't going to hurt your pockets, then man, just do it. You blessing somebody else in some type of way. You know what I'm saying? Even if it ain't nothing financial or material, man, if you can give a good word to somebody that need it, that need to hear that, some, that they're loved and that they're cared about, you know what I'm saying? That's what you should do. Spread love. Don't spread hate. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that is my final word for today, beautiful people. Uh, thank you guys for joining me on this Wednesday. Uh, if you want to support the show, like I said, go down to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast, man. We are growing. Uh, we have over 1.5 million impressions online and growing. Uh, we now have over 2000 friends. <laughs> I know that's not a big deal for a lot of people, but I've watched it grow from zero. Uh, so we're expanding on our platforms. Um, uh, on all of our platforms, and it's great, man. We're on 11 different platforms. If you're on Radio Land, on Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcast, Amazon, uh, Music, Audible, you know, you can even see Alexa play the best damn wrestling podcast, and you can listen to your boys. So we appreciate you guys for supporting us and supporting our growth. Um, we're just getting bigger and bigger, bigger and bigger. And with your help and your support, Man, we're going to be the top news and sports wrestling podcast in the world. I can do it with your help. You know what I'm saying? We can do this together. It ain't just me. You know what I'm saying? It's us. <laughs> Team of us. Uh, so, beautiful people, uh, Night of Champions is coming up. Let us know. Join our pages. Let us know who you're going for. 
on Night of Champions on Saturday. Uh, watch Mr. Everything's match with Kerry Morton uh, on our page. You can check that out. And then you can check out all of my platforms uh, at Brian Renegade on all platforms. Facebook, uh, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Instagram, all of those platforms. At Brian Renegade. Check me out. See what I got going on. Uh, if you've been seeing me sip on my coffee, uh, I recently just got me uh, some Blue Hearts coffee. Yeah, we do coffee too, people. Oh. It is delicious. Oh my god, that's man, it just tastes so good. This was this was ground and roasted two days ago. When last time you had some fresh coffee like that? Huh? Never, <laughs> never. So uh, if you want to support what I got going on right here, just go to www.blueheartsforautism.com. Get you some coffee. We got all kind of flavors. Uh, this right here uh, is espresso, but it's light. That's the crazy part. It is just light and it's smooth. And, ah, it smells so good. Mm. So support a good cause uh, and get some fresh coffee. Uh, man, once you taste this, it'll change your whole mind. Change your whole flavor profile of how you uh, taste coffee. You know what I'm saying? So you can go to www.bluehearts4autism. Uh, support a good cause. Buy some coffee. You know what I'm saying? And then be drinking that and just your whole day will just get better. I don't know where your whole day get better when you drink coffee. You know what I'm saying? So uh show me some love. Go to blueheartsforautism.com. We got all kind of paraphernalia on that too. Uh and you can join our Patreon. Come on, people. Join on the bandwagon before your ass get left off. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh but Beautiful people, thank you for joining me on this Wednesday. Uh, we will see you next week on the next best damn wrestling podcast. Beautiful people, we bid you adieu. Bye-bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>